0: Hello and welcome to the Wallywood Red Carpet. This is technically episode one of the podcast. Last week, I did a pilot episode, was pretty happy with it. So the Wallywood podcast has been greenlit for series one or season one, whichever way we look at it from a TV and Netflix and networking point of view. Season one. I like the sound of that. If you missed the pilot episode with special guests, Alana McLean and Carly Porch last week. The simple premise is we're taking the HO out of Hollywood and adding a WA for Hollywood in the West. hollywood it just makes sense. So the idea is that we're bringing you behind the curtain of Perth's entertainment, pop culture, events and media world. Each week I'm bringing a friend on board to give us the lowdown on what happened at particular events around the city. And I've got my own some really good special guests coming up in the next few weeks that I think you're going to get pretty excited about. Make sure, if you like this episode, that you're sticking around and picking up episodes two, three, four, because I think there's going to be a lot of fun here in the future. Now, in the past week, there's been a few really big events in Perth. RAC Arena has been the place to be. It's got a really good workout. Matchbox 20 and the Goo Goo Dolls was a huge one on Tuesday night, just gone. It was actually Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20's birthday on that day after the concert as well, so... Uh, They played the concert on the Tuesday night. Wednesday was Rob Thomas's birthday. It was also Valentine's Day. But having a quick scan of his Instagram, it didn't look like he did very much at all. Like he did a bit of a post for his wife saying, this is great. We don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. Didn't reference his own birthday at all. So I'm going to assume they didn't do much. I mean, that's fair enough. Matchbox 20 are on tour. They're probably out and about most nights. They probably just want some downtime, the Thomas family. Uh, Also, Blink-182, last Thursday and Friday nights. RAC Arena completely sold out for both of these shows. Epic night. I won't say too much right now because one of my very good friends, Adam Maguire, is going to come and give us the full report up next on Blink-182. Love the show, though, and I think you find that Adam did as well. So we'll delve into that very soon. Also, there's Fringe Festival happening at the moment. Started late January. It feels like there's been a million and one shows happening. And there really has so many different comedians and acts come into Perth. Uh, I've been loving it. I've gone along to a lot of stand-up shows, which is great, and had heaps of people on my radio show for Triple M as well. So really vibrant time to be in the city. Northbridge is alive every time of the week. If you haven't got to a Fringe show yet, make sure you do. I could sit here and list all the shows that you could possibly go to uh over the next two hours there's so many of them but head to the fringe world website you'll see shows you want i will have a chat with a very lovely lady by the name of lizzie who she's come into perth for fringe world she's got this amazing show called who's that girl you know a bit punny based on her name lizzie who and she's got a netflix special on amazon at the moment which is really cool because she actually got nominated for an actor for Best Special and she was up against people like Hannah Gatsby, Jim Jeffries, Dave Hughes. There was a few other big names in there as well. She didn't win the category in the end, but it was an amazing effort to be in there. She went along to the Actor Awards and she tells a few stories around that as well. So Lizzie Who joining us on Wallywood, but let's kick things off with Adam Maguire right now and his review on Blink 182 from last Friday night. Oh, and before we go out to it, if you know of any shows or events or WA things that we should be talking about on the podcast, then please get in touch. I'm getting the socials up and about. Not really where they should be yet, but it's best to get me on Instagram. That's at Wallywoodau. AU. Shoot us a follow. Appreciate it. Let's do this. So first up, I've got broadcaster Adam Maguire to talk about the Blink-182 concert on Friday night, of course, Thursday and Friday at RAC Arena. But both him and myself were there, pumped out the hits like this. I thought it was pretty special, but Adam joins me right now. We'll get his take on it. How are you there, buddy? Hello. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, really well, thank you. Epic night on Friday. Um, you went along to the Blink concert as well, RAC Arena. First up, tell us, where were you sitting?
1: So we were sitting uh, a few rows from the stage, so pretty. Long. we went in the mosh pit. But right up there. But right up there. Can okay. I just say, awesome show. Awesome. So good. It was fun. It was everything. It was every, like, if you remember Blink from when they first sort of came out, they were really pushing the boundaries and things like that. Can't really do that (laughs) now. But still kept that vibe. Really cool. And everyone just looked like they enjoyed themselves.
0: Well, it was funny because we're both in our late thirties, early forties, and it was all people our age that obviously as kids or teenagers loved the band and it was kind of the soundtrack to their teenage years and they were all there partying, singing. It was pretty cool, eh? Like
1: well, I remember buying the album Enema of the State for yes. the first time with Janine is it Janine, the porn star nurse on the front cover. Don't actually know I can't her name. Her name. It's in it's in the CD cover. Anyway, I remember having that CD and just remembering these three guys, <laughs> grown men, mind you, running around naked. It was hilarious, like you know. That's like, right. What's my age again? It my, was all yeah. naked
0: in the film clip. Yeah. Um. I tell you what, though, you said they uh, weren't pushing the boundaries anymore, but they were still pretty immature. Like oh, yeah. there was a lot of banter around mums and. <laughs> dads and various other things that we won't go too deep into but you know they still had that immature streak for sure.
1: Yeah, some some in the past though they were pushing uh homosexuality and racism. I think that's been taken out of their act a bit.
0: Probably a good thing. <laughs> Probably a I would good have thing. thought. Yeah. <laughs> just quietly.
1: But you're right, still the blink revolt, still like you know the banter, the funniness. Yeah. But also they've changed their jokes as well like to suit the age demographic. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah, that. Gotcha. So like, uh, all right, so we're 30 minutes in. Uh, we just need to take a break because it's, you know, we're old now.
0: <laughs> they knew their audience because
1: <laughs> we was, were old. And I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, it was like, I could relate to that. But you know what? The music was there. Yep. And it honestly took you back to a time where it was great. It like, really you know, did. you know what I mean? Like, it, it was one of those gigs. And if they, I'm pretty sure that, If they don't ever tour again, that was the perfect send-off.
0: I like that. I don't know that they will ever tour, especially to Perth again, because it's taken 20 years since their last time, like as the original lineup there. I can't really see them coming back. You're right. Can
1: I just say as well, they lapped up being in Perth. Loved it, hey. Like Mark Hopper signing autographs outside the hotel, Travis Barker, he came separate obviously on the Kardashian private jet, but. He was caught riding around the Swan River on his bike. Yep, he was. Even though it's 41 degrees and he's wearing a beanie and jeans and a hoodie. <laughs> still did it.
0: He made a few little appearances as well. I saw at one point he was getting around the city and he needed to go to the toilet. So he's hanging out the front of his salon and they let him in to use the toilet. Uh, him and his security guard went in and had a chat with the people who were working in there. Uh, and after he used the toilet, he actually put them on the list for the show.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so
0: there was three of them who were all Blink fans and all three ladies got to go along
1: to the show. They were quite happy with that. And um, also another cool appearance, Josh Homie. Queens of the Stone Age was there as well, because they were in town in WA as well.
0: Was he standing side of stage? Because they they mentioned him, and then I sort of looked to the side, and I thought it looked like a silhouette
1: of him, but I wasn't quite sure. Could have been Joel Gelding, though.
0: Could have been Joel Gelding. Yeah, they do look
1: alike a bit, don't they? <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah, I think, he, I, I think he was off to the stage, just like, because I have a little, like, pit down on the side. Like, you know, there's the stairs that go up to the stage. I think he was... Hanging on those stairs.
0: It was a little bit disappointing there wasn't a Kardashian appearance. I would have liked to have seen a Kardashian in
1: Perth. That would have been cool.
0: Yeah, it would have. Courtney.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's her. Courtney, yeah. yeah. I think she's in Sydney though, lapping it up in Bondi as you do. Yeah, she's getting around Bondi. Too good
0: for Perth. She didn't want to come and see a quacker, as uh Mark Hoppus said.
1: Uh-uh, no way. But man, seriously, great show.
0: It was awesome, wasn't it? Any celebrity
1: sightings for you, mate? No. I, I will say th- I will say this, however. Really hard to get a, <laughs> are, we allowed to say this? <laughs> are we allowed to say this? You can say what you want. Really hard to get a beer in that joint. Really hard to get a the drink. The lines. yeah. Really yeah. hard to get a drink because it was just so busy.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you can say that because it's true. Like you had to line up for ages. I didn't actually worry about getting a beer in the end. I just went straight to the show.
1: Yeah. Like so busy, but mm-hmm. that's a good thing though. That's great. Know what...
0: Well, when it's sold out, how many people you reckon there's there? Like 10 to 15,000 for a concert? Because you got the floor oh, space. Yeah, I'd
1: say so. Mm. It was packed. Absolutely. I have never seen like even the merch lines for t shirts and stuff like that. I haven't seen lines like that for a concert to get a t shirt like a band shirt. Yeah, true. For ages.
0: I would have liked one of those shirts. I wonder if you can get them online afterwards, so you don't have to deal with the lines. Yeah, probably. You probably I could, have could. To look into that.
1: Probably could. Mm. And also those posters. So blink. Link do some really cool stuff, right? Yeah. So they have a poster for each individual show. So okay. it has like the actual day. So like you'll say, RAC Arena, February nine. Um, so you and can a remember, different graphic or something, and a different picture each time. Right. But they're limited for one hundred and eighty two.
0: Oh. Each.
1: So they put a they they are a bit expensive. Yeah. But I managed to get one of these posters.
0: How did you get that?
1: I meant well. I bought one. Yeah, yeah. When the lines now down, I had to. I went for a cheeky wee, and then I was like, you know what. There's a merch stand outside. Let's have a quick look. No one was there. Really? Yeah. So I might have missed like three or four songs, but you know.
0: And so, what did that cost? If you don't mind me asking, eighty bucks.
1: But worth it, I think. You'll so, get it just framed. It's limited. Yeah. That's cool. And it was a great show. That's very good, can you Also, can I also say I've <laughs> I've never thought Blink to be a pyrotechnics band. No, but they had a lot. They had heaps of pyros, flames coming out of everywhere. <laughs> there was a there was a part where confetti, um, confetti, and then <laughs> there was a bit where they sung "Family Reunion." That was the that's the constant swear word song. Yeah, and then at the end there was like a, a symbolic gesture of let's just say. How could I word it nicely? I'm waiting. A climax. A male climax. Yes. <laughs> and then the, the pyro that came out for that. Sperm confetti. Yeah. I was like, this is genius. <laughs>
0: so good. It's so funny. Um, I saw a few celebs there. Oh, I was on it? the see, I was on the ground floor and I had a row of um famousness Who? like both sides of me. So on one side personality, Michael Genovese, you know, the Channel 9 newsreader. Yeah, yeah. Channel 9. He was there with his mates. He was having a great old time, rocking away to Blink. He'd be about my age, I'd say, so he was right in the pocket there of loving it. The Silver Fox. The Silver Fox, yeah. And Mm. to my left... Uh, Luke Shuey, former West Coast captain. Oh, right. Danny, his wife, and yeah. also um, Will Schofield. So, Will yeah.
1: Schofield. The West Coast boys are out and about. Mate, Blink-182. Yeah. Or is it Blink-182? How, how do you want to say it on your potty- it doesn't matter. Well, Aussies say Blink-182,
0: yep. but if you look at any interview the band has done, they all say Blink-182.
1: Did you see that big graphic and it was like a big blue moon or something? And it was like Blink-182. Yes. And <laughs> yeah, they had little lights. <laughs> it's like, get it right, Australia, you bunch of pricks. Do you know what was even funnier as well? I love how the, we have this rival with Adelaide. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so we do got to go to Adelaide tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, boo. I wish I wish I got audio of that, actually, because it went crazy.
0: Every single person in that whole arena went, boo, you're right. (laughs) But they did get us back because when the Adelaide gig happened, uh, this audio was recorded.
2: We had to go to fucking Perth before coming here. They don't caress women there. Get fucked, mate. They don't do shit. They
1: don't have emotional bonds. Fucking Perth, here's a song. They're just thinking about the band Creed. That's all they're doing.
0: And there was actually a bit of uproar in the socials. Uh, Perth people got a bit upset, but it's just all banter. It's how they pump up the crowd
1: and everything. So all good. All good. Just banter. I don't know about you, but Mark was always my favorite. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. And like Jesse's banter was like, you know, oh, so uh, I, I, we got a, tra- Travis has to go have uh, a, a drink. So he's like, let's try and fill time. Hey Perth, how are you guys going tonight? We're having <laughs> such a great time. In Perth, <laughs> and then he's like,
0: "How's that sports team
1: playing the football
0: <laughs> and the other sports? We love that Perth team. <laughs>
1: that it was, was very funny. Nah, really good. Like, like I said, if you if this was their last ever run of Australia, perfect way to end. One hundred percent. And my, that, and my- that last twenty minutes. Solid. Solid. Just back-to-back songs that you just know. The emo phase, as they called it. Yeah, it was. The only thing I wish is that they had maybe one
0: or two more songs in their encore. Yeah. It was just a one-song encore with the the new song. Yeah. So just one or two would have been good. Because there was heaps more. Like There was Josie, Adam's song, uh, Apple Shampoo, Going Away to College. They're all songs that I was thinking about that we didn't hear, and there was tons more they could have added. Funny that.
1: Because I was thinking that they were going to play Adam's song and they didn't.
0: Yeah, and yeah. you are Adam, so you would have yeah, been I pissed I off.
1: Been, yeah. Were you waiting for Adam's song? I was actually. Disappointing, disappointing. But see, and that's how good it was because I actually thought they sung it.
0: Yeah, okay, I, I gotcha. I got caught
1: up in the moment too much.
0: There you go. So there was a lot of songs we could have heard, but that just goes to prove how good their back catalogue is in a lot of ways as well.
1: But great gig um, if you manage to get a ticket. If you're listening to this on the East Coast or whatever, do it.
0: Yes, go along. I like that, Adam. All right, mate. Thank you very much for the blink Eight or Blink-182 review. To, we make boys, to make
1: the boys happy, 82. 82. All Done right. deal. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, mate.
0: Awesome. Let's welcome our next guest to the Wallywood red carpet. She's in Perth at the moment for her fringe show, Who's That Girl? Nominated for an Actor Award this year for her Amazon Prime special all-round funny girl, Lizzie Who. Let's get her on the show right now.
2: It's Lizzie Who. Hello, Lizzie. How are you? Hey, Robbie. How are you? Is that the guy
0: Sebastian song? It is. It is. Surely you've used it before.
2: So no, I have never. See, my song is my show this year is called Who's That Girl, which is <laughs> there's a guy Sebastian song, there's like a there's an Annie Lennox song, and then there's the 2001 R&B song oh. by Eve, and that's that's my Who's That Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So at least you've got choice. I've got so many
0: options, so many options. (laughs) Fun fact, that Guy Sebastian song actually does feature Eve as well, so it was a bit of a full circle moment.
2: Does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, maybe I should be using that song.
0: Maybe. You need to get up to scratch with Mm. your guy.
2: I do. Oh, So who's that girl?
0: The show. Tell us a little bit about it. It sounds like you've had a bit going on.
2: Oh, a bit going on. You know, Robbie, uh, I turned... 40 last year good age uh, can i say so yeah are oh, you 40 as well yeah
0: i'm 41 now so i'm past the big four. mark.
2: uh it is a great age you know i feel like you really sort of find yourself you stop caring a little bit and people just stop caring about you as well which is kind of, <laughs> kind of liberating it's Depressing. um but yeah yeah t- uh Turned 40, uh, also went through a bit of a breakup. So that was a big thing. Um, So the show this year is a lot about that, sharing custody of my dog, um, getting back out into the dating world, uh, which is very funny, (laughs) uh, I will say. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about. 100%. So getting
0: back out into the dating world, uh, app's still a thing. I'm married now, so I'm way past any of that. But... Do you still get on like a Tinder or a what is it, hinge now and all that? Yeah,
2: of course. You have to. Like you can't not, I don't think. Like when you in twenty twenty four dating, if you're not on an app, I don't know where you're meeting people. Like you must have, I don't know, really good self confidence or something. Or maybe <laughs> you meet people at work or Through friends or something like that. But yeah, on the apps now, um, it's very different. Like I was in a relationship for eight years and we broke up. So the last time I online dated was like 2015 Tinder, which is a very different experience. It was kind of simple. Um, I just had to post little... Photos of me in different scenarios, uh, and then you just had a cute bio. Um, but now, 2024 20, Hinge, that's what everyone's using now, 2024 Hinge. Um, you have to put up so much information about yourself. Oh, really? You know, like you got, yeah, it's like if you. Kids, if you drink, if you smoke, people put up video notes, voice notes, um, like all this information and fellas, to be honest, all I'm seeing are reasons to dislike you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thought 2015 was the good old days?
2: I know. You know, I yearn for a man just standing in front of his car doing the thumbs up. (laughs) That's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm after. Take me back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me what's the dating pool like in 2024? Is
2: it cello? Uh no, I think it's I think it's quite different as a 40 year old dating. Um, I feel like I can either date really old men or, um, or really young guys. Gotcha. <laughs> I know, which is something that I've sort of discovered. And I'm in my cougar era, Robbie. I like it's it's happened. Love that. I never for you. thought it it would happen. Thank you. I, I never thought it would happen, but it's here. Oh,
0: congrats, congrats! <laughs> and so, how does that all tie in with sharing a dog? Like um, custody of a dog? That must be annoying because you can never really shake the ex.
2: Yeah. Well, I think we're still good friends. We share a house and a dog, so you know we've got a bucket load of debt together. <laughs> So that that keeps the communication quite open <laughs> um, uh, so sharing the dog is oh it's fine it actually works out quite well because he's away for work a lot I'm away for work a lot so you know there's always someone that you trust to look after the dog um, you know so I do I do sometimes whisper to the dog you know you'll tell me when daddy gets a new girlfriend won't you uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah it, it's it's quite nice to still be in touch. Like eight years is a long time. He was a big part of my life. It's it's kind of nice to remain friends with someone.
0: Hundred percent. What sort of dog have you got? I just have to ask.
2: Oh, I've got a greyhound.
0: Really? Like an adoption greyhound? Yes.
2: Yeah, a rescue greyhound. Yeah, wow. he's a unit. He's in, He's forty kilograms. He's so big. Um. And he's just the best dog. I love him so much. Are they yeah. pretty lazy? I've heard he's,
0: greyhounds are very lazy.
2: So lazy. It's not what you would expect because you think of them as like these racing dogs that, you know, run around the track really fast. But they're actual couch potatoes. Yeah, right. Like I only have to walk in maybe, I live in a small apartment too, and he I only have to walk in maybe two 20 minutes walks a day. That's it.
0: That's pretty yeah. good. And do they want to have a cuddle yeah. on the couch? Because I assume that'd be a bit oh. awkward if he's forty kilos. Yeah,
2: he thinks he's a yeah, he thinks he's a forty kilogram lapdog. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hey, before yeah. I let you go as well, tell us about your prime video special, Who Cares? Um, how was the process of that?
2: Oh, that was so um unexpected. I really didn't think I would film a special um, when I did, uh, but my management asked me if I wanted do wanted to do it. It took me a while to decide and I, I said, Yes, why not? Let's do it and it turned out to be such an amazing experience. Um, it was amazing. It was in a beautiful theater. Of course they make it look so pretty and gorgeous. Uh the production team did such a great job and it got nominated for an actor. So good. Uh, Which is, yeah, so cool. I went to the actors on the weekend. How was it? And it was my first event like that. Like, I'd never been to a red carpet event before. And, oh, my gosh, I'm not sure if I liked it, to be honest. Really? Really? (laughs) I don't don't think, yeah, I don't think it's for me. Um, I just, uh, it was a lot of, a lot of, can I say, there were a lot of wankers. Can I say that? <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can because it just felt really, I don't know, just a lot of fake energy there or something. It, it, Yeah, it wasn't for me. I did see some pretty cool people like Rebel Wilson was hosting, Kate Blanchett was there, Margot Robbie was there. Like seeing them in the flesh was pretty cool saw simon baker in the uber line i think that was my highlight wow stood next to him in the uber line um yeah and then but i was uh back at the hotel by 8 p.m ordering room service so i am a rock star
0: Hello. I've signed- <laughs> <laughs> yeah this 40s really uh brought the party out of you hey
2: yeah, I'm being really forty-year-old woman about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the wanky bit? Was it the um? Was it the red carpet, or was it the actual function yeah, itself?
2: The red carpet's terrifying.
0: Gotcha. You
2: just imagine, you know, like actors. So, I'm a comedian. We hate ourselves, right? Actors love themselves.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: that's the main difference, I would say. And actors, like, they're just owning this red carpet, and then I walk down it, and I just. I just had no no idea. Uh, my pose that I got on the red carpet looks like what you would do through airport security. <laughs> you know, you put your arms out. That, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> through the scanner. I, yeah, through the scanner. That's my pose, arms out. And I just like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, do I put my... Uh, I was almost like, do I do a teapot? I don't know what to do. And I just went airport security and then I ran out of there as soon as I could. It was so daunting.
0: <laughs> so that one didn't make the the, uh, the Daily Telegraph or whatever?
2: I don't think it got, um, yeah, best looks of the actors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you put a lot of thought into what you were going to wear or were you kind of a little bit blasé about it?
2: No, I did. I did um, put a lot of thought uh a friend of mine helped me out with what to wear. And I actually, because it was Chinese New Year um, on Saturday and the event was on Saturday. So I got a beautiful uh, Chinese New Year themed dress, which looked really nice. Shame I couldn't pull pull off the poses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good on you though. Like That's pretty
0: amazing to get nominated though.
2: Yeah, honestly, it was a real honour to be in the mix and up with some of the big dogs like... Jim Jeffries and Hannah Gadsby. Celeste Barber was in the mix, uh Jeez. Aaron Chen, Reese Nicholson, so yeah, and then, then little old Lizzie from Brizzy. Um she was there. Who won? <laughs> Hannah Gadsby. Yeah. Hannah. Well deserved. Go. Well deserved? Next three yeah, well deserved. Emmy she's an Emmy winner. Um they've got three Netflix specials. You really can't get better than that. <laughs>
0: I was going to say ripped. Get behind yeah, Lizzie.
2: Yeah, Robbed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good on you, Lizzie. That's Next amazing. Uh, can't wait to see the show, by the way. Uh, it's oh, going to be yeah, amazing. Come along.
2: Give us the details. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, Ma- uh, February, I was going to say March there. Not March. <laughs> February 14th. Tomorrow, uh, all the way through to Sunday, I'm at Oasis Comedy Club, which is at the Brisbane Hotel. love that. Um, Lizzie from Brisbane. And that's the Brizzy. I know. Isn't that nice? Awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's a good omen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, good on you, Lizzie. Really looking forward to it. And
0: if people want to check you out, uh, they can obviously go to the socials. You're a big Instagrammer by the looks of it, so get around that. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, I don't mind I don't mind
0: the old Instagram.
2: Yeah, head to the socials, all the details there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> good on you. Uh, Lizzie, thank you very much for having a chat with us today. Really appreciate it. Uh, all the best for your Perth shows.
2: Thank you. Thanks so much.
0: Cool. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much for being here on the Wally Wood podcast. Very pleased to welcome you to the red carpet. Check out our Instagram at Wallywood AU. Next week, we're going to be talking wrestling because a huge, huge event is coming to Perth, Optus Stadium, the Elimination Chamber, if you're not familiar with that, the WWE Wrestling, and I reckon we might be able to get a hold of someone who's going to be right in the thick of it. More details to come. Please be here next week for the Wallywood Podcast podcast. Chuck us a follow, give us a nice review, share it with your friends if you like it, because we appreciate that. It helps us. Cheers. From Wallywood, I'll catch you next week. See you later.